he was like, even if there's only 50 people or a hundred people listening to the show or whatever the number might be, like that's still that many people that picked you to listen to out of every possible option. Yeah. Um, and you matter to them. Hey, what's up everybody? Welcome back to the go rogue podcast. My name is Brian fit. And this podcast is dedicated to marketers, small business owners who are trying to figure out what works and doing marketing differently, right? Giving value, serving first, Absolutely. making sure to do that before asking for a sale. So if you haven't already, make sure you subscribe to this podcast, hit it right now. Right. If you're watching on YouTube, make sure you subscribe, hit that bell notification so that way you know exactly when we post another video. Uh, today, and I'm saying this because you want to subscribe from here on out because the, the this whole podcast game is changing now that we have Daniel Quinn on our show today. What's up, Daniel? Hi, how are you? <laughs> I, 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 <laughs> What? I, I don't know what to say, right? <laughs> Hi, how are you? I have my own show. I know how that flow goes. Yeah, this, exactly. I don't know oh, how that's your show right. You're yeah. on the other side of this. Yeah, now. Yeah. yeah, this is it's, good. I'm like, do I talk now? I don't know. Like, but I'm, key, I subscribed yeah. to your show, so I, I know the general you know what? flow. And, and now it's going to, like I said, it's only going to even get it even better yep. because you're on the show today. Oh, if you guys heard that. It's Lauren Lewis, too. I can never forget. I'm here Lauren sometimes. You know. She's here. <laughs> the actual talent in the, the room. The talent is here, and we're not even acknowledging her. Without so, her headphones, we have nothing. Oh, it's, thank you. We probably just <laughs> peaked like crazy there. But uh, Daniel brought up the awesome headphones, Lauren. I am rocking them today. You are. You pay your staff way better than my staff. Today. That's all I have to say. <laughs> She's like, I got these gold-plated headphones. We have tin today. cans with wax string. We just talk to each other across rooms. <laughs> and somehow it gets into the digital universe. Yeah. So. Um, no, I'm very excited today to actually, we're going to dive in because you talked about it. You mentioned it a little bit. So tell us the name of your show. So I'm one of the hosts of Look What I Did, uh, Conversations with Creators. And so we put out a bi-weekly show every other week. Um, we interview a different creative kind of person. And so we've had some really cool guests. We've been fortunate that Northwest Arkansas is kind of a throughway for a lot of people yeah, or a lot of yeah. people are like based out of here. So we've had fortune fire winners. We've had Marvel comic book artists. We've had the, uh, music director for Demi Lovato and Gwen Stefani and just really wow. cool stuff Evaporust. Um, so we've been really fortunate to do that. And it's really cool to like dig into people's creative process yeah. and kind of like oh, see yeah. where things are the same and different, but yeah. yeah, we've been doing it for about a year and a half. Love it. Love yeah. it. And yeah, you guys, I mean, just even just the stuff that you're putting out, I mean, the community that's kind of rallied behind you guys as well. I mean, it's been phenomenal to see that growth. And then obviously we're on the voice press network yeah. that you handle as well. Tell yeah. us about the voice press network. Um, so when we started the show, I could not find another podcast based out of the area. <laughs> I'm not kidding. I couldn't find one. Yeah. They were all, well, there were some, they were sports and they were churches. That was it. That was yeah, all you could find. Yeah. And, um, so we started doing it for a little while. And then as you're doing it, you start hearing about other people doing stuff. And you and I had similar ideas at a similar time yeah, yeah, around yeah. like producing podcasts for other people. And so I, I saw this pop up. Um, and, but one of the things that we wanted to do was create an arm that was kind of a, a network that would bring these podcasts together and really rally for each other. Yeah. And, um, build that community. So that started about a year ago, probably. Yeah. And that was just reaching out to shows that I thought were well-produced that were producing consistent content and basically just kind of pitching the idea of like, Hey, there's, there's not a monetary gain here, but what we're going to do is kind of, uh, 
talk about each other at least a little bit, you know, and kind of mm-hmm. point people in this direction to kind of grow that community and get some listeners because there's going to be some cross pollination there yeah. and anything oh, can do to build that is going to be really beneficial. Yeah. So. Yeah, absolutely. And that's, I mean, back, I started a podcast back in 2014, 2013, and it was actually called the go rogue podcast. And we interviewed entrepreneurs in the area, similar to what you guys are doing with creatives. And it just kind of started it naturally just organically grows. This show has been going since 2014. No. Oh, we relaunched <laughs> it's it. like, wow. Uh, we relaunched it this year. We went, uh, three, almost three years. Okay. Okay. Um, but it was one of those things was like an episode a month. We just really, it was more of a passion project that right. we had. Um, and then obviously life took over and kids and all the things for us. And so both, it was me, myself, uh, me and myself, it was me, and myself Irene. and I, I had three, <laughs> me, myself and Irene, three different yeah, people I was playing on the podcast. Now, uh, Eric, I Henson. really want to see some of these outtakes <laughs> just oh, running around man. interviewing yourself. Oh, that's a great idea. Actually. I, I, now that I've said it, it needs to happen. Whoever can do it first. Yes. <laughs> Rock, exactly. paper, scissors for this one. So, uh, but no, Eric Henson, uh, CEO of Explainify, founder of Explainify. So he just wanted to get better at interviewing people. Mm-hmm. And so he was like, hey, let's do this. So we did. I wanted to learn, like, meet more people in the area. And so anyway, it was really cool. But it kind of goes back to what you were building with, obviously, the voice press and what you guys are doing. And so um, anyway, we're going to we're going to jump into all of that because I'm very excited about that. So if you're listening right now and you want to start a podcast, you're thinking about it and you're also like, hey, I want to make even just a little bit of money. Right. Just to kind of cover in because there's there's costs involved. Yeah, in this. Then go get a job. <laughs> <laughs> exactly. <laughs> But there are ways that, that people can support you and actually help you know, yes. with that process and, and that community that you can build. And so that's why we had Daniel on, because he's just built this awesome community of people. Uh, but then also, you know, you're able to kind of fund some of your, your projects mm-hmm. uh, with Look What I Did, which is great. And it's going to go full time. We can see that in the future, right? That is definitely the plan. We yes. have some ambitious plans this year. <laughs> Absolutely. We hit all of our metrics last year and, uh, and this year, if we can do even half of my my goal yeah, yeah that's incredible and that's kind of the point of this right to be able to do something you love yeah um and get paid for it so that's fantastic so uh, but before we jump into all that i feel like we've we've already covered so much good stuff <laughs> oh, we're done and that was it all right we'll take take five i know my posture's we'll terrible but i've been up for like 12 hours so i'm like oh, slouching right. in the t- i'm like we are going to cover that too i just want to let my mom Daniel. know that i sit better than this normally <laughs> If you're watching on YouTube, make sure to throw that down. If she in the watches comments. your show before mine, I'm very upset. <laughs> oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Me and your mom, she's like, "Hey, Brian, love the show." This Probably. Week. I'm like, "Thanks." I'm like, yeah. "Have you heard Daniel?" Well, I'm getting around to it. So he's a weird laugh. <laughs> the popcorn laugh. We'll the popcorn laugh. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. great. Um, okay, so before we get into all of that, we do like to start with some fun, even though we've been having some fun. Yep. Uh, with a, what are you obsessed with this week? So, Lauren. Kick it off. I guess you're going to ask that question. I was going to ask oh, the question until the, you said the, What are you so, obsessed hey, with this week? Lauren, <laughs> what are you obsessed with this week? I'm going to turn it around. All right. I can do it. Yeah. Um, okay. So I do really like sci-fi and I have been looking for a, what is that face? You're going to have my pick. Oh no. <laughs> oh, no. <laughs> I doubt it. I have a second. Okay. Uh, okay. Um, and so I've been looking for a TV show that would kind of fill that void that I've been mm-hmm. wanting. And so I'm trying out a new show and the, if my husband was here, he would tell you that's really hard for me to do. I do not like trying new things when it comes to television, just because I feel like it's such an investment of time. <laughs> and I'm like, if it's not good, I just don't want to do it. So anyways, I've been trying The Expanse. Okay, That wasn't my pick, but okay, yeah, that's good. Go. That's oh. good. Yeah. And I've actually been pleasantly surprised. I, I feel like the first scene's a, a little rough, but I can see the 
the good bones in it and everything. I'm like, I think this is going in an interesting direction. So I'm actually really excited. I'm almost done with the first season and I've actually been pretty impressed. So I have no idea what it is. That is some, it's an Amazon original. So it's on Prime. Okay. Okay. Uh, Do you know the story of this? Oh, it wasn't an Amazon original. Is it not? It got canceled. And apparently Jeff Bezos's kid liked it so much that Jeff Bezos bought it and kept going. Oh my gosh. (laughs) Wow. That's that's even better than Beats headphones. (laughs) (laughs) No joke. That's amazing. That's right. wild. Okay, so now I get to, Daniel. What are you obsessed? Oh with? Oh my gosh! Oh, like, do I have to ask you now? Yeah. Like, is, is that, oh, okay. We're gonna, we're gonna um, go around, the go same around in a circle. We're all hosts here. Yeah. Uh, so mine is also sci-fi. Okay, I'm a nerd, and uh, the new Picard show. I need to watch that. What is Picard? I struggled so, so bad right with paying money for one thing from CBS. But it's, they brought Jean-Luc Picard from Next Generation oh, back. Oh, that's right. And he's like 90 now, but somehow spry. <laughs> and it's amazing. Is it really good? It's I want to try it. It's amazing. It's incredible. Mm. It's so good. And it's, uh, it, it kind of fixes all the problems you might've ever had with Star Trek. Like the action's a little bit better yeah, yeah. and, um, the story is still kind of a poignant topical thing. Yeah. Yeah. While not being hokey. Okay. It's really good. Okay. It's been on my list because we have CBS All Access, and I'm like, I'm why like, didn't you just give me your login? <laughs> Sorry, I split with three other or two other guys. We're like, is this worth it? <laughs> oh, I thought you That's meant the hilarious. cost, like the six dollars I split three ways. We did. <laughs> oh, I legit that did. Yeah, so funny. That I do a podcast so for a living. Good. I can't afford to pay that all right, myself. Right, let's six dollars a month. That's crazy. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Well, okay. My obsession this week is way less is it sci-fi related. It is not. <laughs> I have been talking about the Witcher. We, we went through the Witcher. So that yeah. was some of ours, you know, those understand what science fiction is. I was just trying to get into like, a yeah, this science fiction type. had a dragon in it <laughs> called Firefly. <laughs> there is a big difference. There's you know rules. what? I can leave. Okay. You guys just want to talk about TV shows or something. I, my mind has been, I got a kegerator. Oh, oh, nice. So it's completely opposite of all the things. So I'm learning all of this, how it takes. I've never worked in a bar. never had even an understanding of, of that whole process. Mm-hmm. So um, got it just in time this week. The Super, the Super Bowl. Bowl. Right. So we're, uh, we had a place. So the house we bought actually had a place for it and had one in it. When we looked at the house, I was like, oh, this is cool. Yeah, we'll buy the house because it's got a kegerator. That's the only reason you bought the house. <laughs> well, that was a big selling point for me. <laughs> And uh, so then we come back to the house and the thing's gone. They like boarded up the whole area. It's like a little nice bar area and they boarded it all up. And like, I was like, what the heck? You said it was included. And they're like, well, yeah, but you didn't put that in the contract. Like it said it conveyed. And then come to find out anyway, this is a whole long. Anyway, I got another kegerator. So now I'm learning all these processes and I'm not, I'm not a beer connoisseur. I like beer, but it's like just learning all the different types and the different brew and like all the stuff that goes with it. It's like, I know enough to be dangerous and then sound like an Gosh. idiot also. So I love people say I'm not a connoisseur, but I have nine different versions and this is my favorite one. <laughs> <laughs> it's like all the no, flavors in that, you know, like really uh, a show just did together. an interview with Evan McDonald from apple blossom. Oh really? Oh yeah. Oh, look what right. I did. Yeah. Did an episode. Yeah. yeah. You should totally check it out. <laughs> wow. <laughs> There's a lot about oh. brewing in that one. Oh. Zingers. Hey, Hey guys, I didn't know if you subscribe do this and you'll know when new episodes but come out. I did not i did not listen to that episode did you know that i you don't want me <laughs> to tell you the truth? <laughs> if i had to bet i would have won this bet 
<laughs> that's hilarious. Um, yeah, so that's my uh, that's my obsession and learning all those things. Yeah, I'm excited to try what it size out kegs work, and so I still have some room in the in the fridge. Well, you have to like figure out air and stuff, probably. Yeah, so it's like 112 pounds of pressure. Maybe I should listen to the uh, from the CO2 tank. Like I'm learning that. Like, to be fair, to get... we did not cover this subject oh. because they don't do it from a kegerator at Apple Blossom. Of course not, because <laughs> so. they have. But you would learn something about brewing your own. I don't really care about that. Oh my gosh. <gasps> What? I really don't. That's the I cool have part. Zero Did interest. Did you want a hobby like three months ago? <laughs> yeah, he did. I literally I offered like, my wood shop to you. Commented. Did. Yeah, and no. that was. I have. Yeah, there were several people who were like, "You're an idiot. Like, <clears throat> you have too much going on to have a hobby." But woodworking, I'm so excited. And actually, I watched Aaron's video. Aaron, by the way, we we've not even talked about poor Aaron. Yeah, he's your co-host, right? Yeah. And he had a video of him in the wood shop where he was just like. What, what is it, the uh, Making thing? shavings, it's a hand plane. The hand plane. If you get in the wood shop, we'll run you through some vocabulary. <laughs> we need to go to the wood shop. Just, just do that motion. Yeah. This is what I need. <laughs> you know, that thing. That could also be skiing, but... Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so he did that, and they, like, hit the lamp or something yeah, yeah. and knocked... That was, like, one of my favorite videos. Yeah. I was like, this is awesome. But I love those. That's actually... So talking about community, you guys are in the community of makers, mm-hmm. right? And so you go through this, so you know exactly what people are looking for, the conversations around these things. Things like talk about brewing beer, right? Mm-hmm. Um, you guys are kind of in that, right? And so we're tra- I'm making my heart transition. It's a hard one, it was, yeah. I, it was. I try, I felt like it kind of. I don't know. I think that kind of. Yeah, that yeah, worked. It does. It's like wood shop working community. Yeah, it we landed. Got it. We got it. We about got it. the same as my flight. <laughs> Which had some prayers involved, but it's cool. And at the end of it, where everybody goes, ah, oh, they're clapping. Claps. Yeah, yeah like, those we are made the best. It. Those are the best. It's like I'm, I'm alive. All right, uh, but we do want to talk about that. So, um, you know, when you guys started this, you didn't really have any intention of like, hey, we're going to make a bunch of money from doing this podcast, did you? I mean, you obviously would have been nice, but your goal, I, I'm assuming, was not like, hey, this is this is a big money maker. This is a re- the sole reason we're doing this. So I'm a business person. <laughs> <laughs> Aaron went into it with this will be a fun thing to do. Like yeah, this will be enjoyable. Yeah. I like making this content. I went into it with um I love performing and this is something that I think yeah. I can monetize. Absolutely. <laughs> yeah. Um and I really wanted the right idea for a show, like what made sense. So we put a lot of time and thought into what we were gonna do. Mm-hmm. And um, because I knew, but it had to be something I was passionate about because I knew it wouldn't make money for a long. It's like, I always equated to being in a band. Oh yeah. Right. Which you have been. Yeah. In bands, with Aaron. Yeah. Um, I, didn't, I didn't know that. Yeah. Part. We were in a band okay. together for a while. And, uh, so I knew it needed to be something that I, that I was passionate about and I love learning. I'm not good at making anything necessarily, but I like knowing how to do it. Yeah. And so yeah. this was just a cheap excuse to like get into people's shops and talk to people and learn. And, uh, and I knew that would keep me going no matter what, that I would always want to do that. And cause it takes time, right? Like you're not just going to suddenly have this nationwide show overnight unless you're Dax Shepard or Conan. (laughs) It's a good show. It really is. But if you don't have that name recognition, that was part of our initial thing was like, Hey, Aaron and I can sit in a garage and talk about what we're building, but you guys don't care. But if we bring in. Um, the creator of Evaporust mm-hmm. or Shire Post Mint, people are going to tune in for that, yeah, right? Yeah. And so that really helped us have a leg up. Yeah, absolutely. So ab- about how far along did you guys say, you know what, we're going to try Patreon as kind of a, an outlet? It existed before the show existed. <laughs> the business, I'm learning so much. 
so much right now, Daniel. Yeah. About you, which is great. <laughs> I mean, there's nothing wrong with that, but I really did. So here's the deal. I did assume that you guys had zero interest in making money off of it just because based on your conversations and stuff, I mean, you guys, you guys are again, not saying it's bad to make money from right, anything. Right. You should be right. supported. And especially if you're, there are costs that occur with this. Right. And so, um, but that is interesting. Cause I mean, it's, it's cool because you're learning the side of it, but then also like, Hey, we do have a plan, right? Well, it's like any, if you love something, how are you going to keep that alive? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. Yeah. You've got to support it. Um, a family, a show, whatever that thing is, like you're doing a thing outside of it to make that work. Mm-hmm. And I knew that because it was something I loved, I wanted to be able to make that something that could continue indefinitely. And therefore it had to be able to support itself Yeah, because if it can't do that, it's going to become a drain. It's going to become something that becomes more of a stress. And so from the very beginning, I, I knew that I wanted to, I mean, we, we had merch very early, which is not done well. That was not a good investment. (laughs) Um, we, uh, and I have some thoughts about that, but, um, Patreon was a very early thing and I knew about it cause my brother's an artist and he was a big proponent of Patreon and I thought it was kind of scammy. So I talked him out of doing it and like years later, I'm like, I have a podcast with Patreon. And he's like, Daniel, <laughs> <laughs> seriously, man. Yeah. Come on. But so yeah, Patreon was there. It was live the very first day of the show up. That's aired. awesome. Yeah. So let's talk about Patreon for a second. Sure. So kind of give a brief overview of what it is, how it works, the different tiers and stuff like that. So Patreon is a platform that allows a creator to, to make a presence for themselves and then encourage their audience to support them at kind of any dollar amount. Yeah. So you can start at something like a monthly amount, like a dollar a month and really anybody can afford that. And then you can go up to, there's some people who have like a thousand dollars a month or something. And there's people that will do it by the content they produce. So mm-hmm. for every episode I do, you're going to, you know, sign up to pay this much money. Um, there are people that will support that just because they really love you or love the show or whatever. Um, but generally you're going to put some kind of extra content on there mm-hmm. as kind of encouragement to drive traffic to that destination, something special and a little more intimate for that audience. Right. Cause those are your really, really devoted. Yeah. Fans. Oh, absolutely. Um, but it, it's a great platform that allows you to engage via video. Uh, you can just do written posts. You can do like a separate secondary kind of RSS podcast feed. Mm-hmm. Um, it, it's a really robust platform that is pretty inexpensive and I don't work for Patreon, but if you can start a Patreon and get a hundred dollars in support by March, you get the, founder um pricing of it which yeah. lowers your percentage of what they take oh wow by like three percent huh so yeah that's pretty incredible actually that's really cool yeah. you have that's one awesome. month to pull that off yeah uh, so <laughs> make sure you go to patreon slash go rogue you just need one person and a hundred dollar tier <laughs> <laughs> please support us okay um no i think that's great and, and again Patreon kind of came out when we were doing, I heard it at a conference one time, Mm -hmm. you know, when we first uh, did our first podcast and, uh, it just kind of opened all these doors of like, wow, you know, if people really like this show, because I did have people like, Hey, do I have to pay for it? Exactly. I mean, even back then, 2013, people were like, what's a podcast? Yeah. yeah. Is it on YouTube? Where do I go to get, you know, you're like, (laughs) we still have people we've seen, I've seen all your videos and I'm like, we made one trailer. Maybe that's all they've seen all of them, you know, I guess, (laughs) um, that is interesting though. I mean, because being able to, 
you know, have, there's like a little bit of hope, whether or not you're selling a service or you're selling merchandise or something like that. Um, I'll kind of go into even, you know, my wife has the adopted mom podcast and she has a Patreon now that she is going through. You really, I mean, I think she gives, I tell her all the time because she's stressing all the time, but she's giving tons and tons of content. She's at the upper end of content. Yeah. Yeah. For somebody to pay 10 bucks a month, which she has quite a few people doing, um, 10 bucks a month. And she's like, you know, you get Bible study guides that are on Mm -hmm. top of this and you can print these out and these different worksheets and you can go through. I'm like, that's so much. Plus she's doing additional shows to help. So that's kind of with Patreon. It's like you have your main feed on iTunes and your, your other players. Right. And then you can set up that separate RSS Mm -hmm. feed that people can subscribe and get the Patreon content. And it's like, she has another show and she's launching another one on that too. Like just on Patreon, just on Patreon too. That's a lot of work. It is. Well, Yes. If, <laughs> honey, if you're listening right now. I mean, we can dive into the nuts and bolts of things I've learned about Patreon over the last two, almost two years. So I'm a Patreon or a patron. You are. I am. Yeah. And I got my I cool coaster. I think we coaster. got you with the coaster. Yeah. Yeah. I saw the coach. I was like, I want a coaster. Yeah. There's I mean, a story behind coasters, but yeah. Mm-hmm. Ooh. So let's talk about the different tiers and stuff. Sure. Sorry, Lauren's supposed to be asking these questions. We're yep. just we're just jumping in. Lauren's just hanging out <laughs> today. Going. She's probably she's listening going. to like really good music on her headphones. She's not, not even paying attention. Like, to that. The bass is so coffee. good on the beats. Yeah. <laughs> that EQ is a little off. But it sounds it sounds good. Okay. Oh my goodness. Um, we could just get less Brian in the feed. <laughs> <laughs> lower, lower. Um, so yeah, so we talk about kind of the do's and don'ts of Patreon, mm-hmm. right? Because you you do have an interesting interesting story, and I didn't even talk to you about this before ahead of time, but talking about Patreon and kind of all the work that does go into Mm -hmm. making sure that the people that are supporting you, you promising to make sure to deliver whatever that, you know, a perk is right. Um, Do you mind talking about that a little bit? Not at all. Uh, I put a lot of thought into that, right? Because one of the first things we did was we did a $5 tier. We didn't, it's hard to imagine that people are going to pay you money. Oh yeah. For For any reason. And there, and there's no content when you start. Right. Mm -hmm. So like, they're starting with nothing. And, um, one of the first things we did, we had a $1 tier, a $2 tier and a $5 tier. And at the $5 tier, you got a t-shirt. Nice. So I'm already negative money. Sure. I was thinking like, wow, what kind of t-shirt deal do you have? Well, so I went and bought really cheap hand shirts and then I have a friend who does vinyl and we would just like print these shirts. (laughs) And so I probably like broke even. Um, but I learned very quickly, like, you know, if you do that, and was shipping that I wasn't actually making any money. Right. Right. It was hurting me. It took me a couple months to kind of get back to even, even off of something like that. And so I started looking and paying more attention to what was happening on Patreon and, um, really being cognizant of what is something that I can, that we can put up and we just do one time and it impacts all of our patrons. Um, and then we try to do something kind of special every once in a while where you're getting something handmade from us in some way. And so, the first one that we did was I went to Germany for a month and oh, yeah. we had just yeah. had this episode that I had drawn. I'm the worst artist in the world. <laughs> and Aaron would just, he handles most of the social media and he would just make fun of me in like every post practically for yeah. like how bad an artist I am. And it caused this little, like if you can get anything where you're getting people to pay attention to you online, like mm-hmm. going back and forth. So he and I would just do these like, ridiculous little call outs to each other over Instagram video. Right. And people would just watch that. And it was basically me just saying, Hey guys, if you support that, I can like be an artist and sign up for Patreon. And I will draw you something from Germany and mail oh it gosh. to you. Oh, no. And so we doubled our patrons <laughs> in like two weeks. Right. Yeah. Um, 
then I had to go to Germany and I'm the worst artist in the world. So I spent like two days drawing the worst pictures you've ever seen in your life <laughs> on like 30 postcards because oh everybody got one. But one thing that I want to do is like, I don't want it to be a barrier. So every patron should be able to get that gift. Right. And you can get in for as little as a dollar. So I need it to be cost effective between the high end and the low end. Um, and so I look at that more now, like, you know, we get X amount of money a month on our Patreon. And if I'm going to send out gifts to people, I need that to come in like ideally no more than half that amount. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And we don't do it often. We do it like once or twice a year. And so the next one was making coasters. And that was something where like, I have a wood shop, I have this wood around. So basically it's just time at that point. So Mm -hmm. we cut all these coasters out there. I thought they were kind of cool looking. I took them to the post office to mail them and they were like, (laughs) three bucks or four bucks to mail. And I was just like, shoot. (laughs) So I have to send all these. Um, So that's one thing that I would just really, if you're going to do Patreon, be really aware of what you're offering to do or signing up for Mm -hmm. a lot of stuff. That's one thing like um, your wife has one of the most robust Patreon platforms I've seen. And she's putting out a lot of content, but to your point, it's a lot of content. And I think it'll be interesting to see how that grows because that should attract a bigger audience there. Mm-hmm. And that's going to bring down the cost to produce yeah. per patron. Right. So she may be looking at it that way. Um, and we keep playing with it and adjusting it and seeing what really brings people in. And I think that's, you know, you're talking about like monetizing the show or taking it seriously as a business. You've got to look at the metrics. Um, is our audience growing? We, last year we got bigger and bigger guests, but it wasn't organically growing the base as much. Yeah, and so yeah. like mixing the kind of local artisan, that's really going to be excited and going out there and yeah, encouraging people to listen to the show um, versus maybe some larger guests where it's like, it's cool that we got to talk to them. Um, but it's not driving like organic growth here where word of mouth really matters. Yeah. Right. Yeah. We've noticed that too. Um, even on our podcast, like having kind of bigger names yeah. on it, it offers some credibility. And mm-hmm. then also for people who are cruising through, like I got to interview Pat Flynn of smart passive income and he's a big yeah. marketer online guy. And so we even had somebody reference that where they were like, Hey, you guys should check out the go rogue podcast. Cause they've interviewed like Pat Flynn and then started listing some other ones. Right. And I don't know that that episode, that episode hasn't done better than any of our other episodes. You know, they're all kind of in the same and that's just it. It's like that maybe attracts them the first time, but then it's all the other content that you're really providing education or kind of behind the scenes. That's what really keeps people on, on your podcast and subscribe to it. So yeah, a hundred percent. Yeah. Um, I would agree. Yeah. So, Hey, uh, we're going to take a break here to say, Hey, we are on the voice press network. Uh, Daniel, tell us a little bit about the voice press network. The voice press network is a (laughs) network of finely curated, independently produced podcasts, um, mostly local, some from other parts of the country. (laughs) Yeah. And it's a good mixture of um, podcasts. Uh, I tried really hard. So the voice press is actually, that's just my thing. Right. Um, and so that I tried really hard to make sure that it it wasn't shows that were kind of overlapping each other. And, and once again, like I said, things that are just good quality that I found interesting. And so we have a kind of movie review, pop Mm -hmm. culture show, action Orson. Um, we have you guys, Mm -hmm. which is the show I probably learned the most from, you know, like I really want to tell everybody else that, but I I, I listen to go rogue and it has helped me. It has helped me with Patreon. Oh, nice. Like flat out helped me with Patreon. Um, my heart. Well, we were talking about it before we came on air, right? Like, 
what content are people going to pay for? Mm -hmm. And they're only going to pay for it if my free content is good enough to make you think that the paid content is going to have some value as well. Right. And that, that episode that you guys did about free content really, because podcasts are by nature generally free. In fact, there's one of my favorite ones went monetized and I stopped listening. So I'm just not going to, yeah, there's too much out there. There's There's too many options, you know? Yeah. Um, but yeah, so no, I definitely listen to your guys show and then the adoptive mom. Yeah. Um, and her show is just amazing. And, you guys have, uh, what is the once the software guys like something about Friday? We do not have that one. Oh no. I no. thought you guys did. <laughs> they were at the table with us they that were. night. Yeah. I'm so, so sorry. I thought wh- for some reason I thought I saw them on the website. Mm-mm. Okay. Um, anyway, this is a shout out to them, I guess. So <laughs> no, we do have George's majestic lounge <laughs> yeah, yeah. is on there and, uh, beats by Travis. Yeah. Which, which that's actually like, really cool. Yeah. Too, yeah. And it really similar to you guys, but then like drilled down into the music industry, yeah. but you can still pull, from both those things. Cause starting a podcast is like being in a band. Right. Oh, yeah. So yeah. all those things carry. Um, yeah. But the other piece of the, the voice press network is how do we take this? How do we start building a live community mm-hmm. in the area? Because that's a way to monetize podcasts up front and pretty quickly. And so yeah. if we can provide that platform, uh, we've been talking to Travis a little bit and Evan McDonald and just seeing, what we can do as far as a venue and what makes sense yeah, to, yeah. to do some live shows. Yeah. Cause we had talked about like smoke and barrel mm-hmm. at one point. I would still too. really like to do that. Yeah. We should and, do that. And that's, that is one of the, I mean, we're on, we're on board because I are, think are, are we on board? We're on board. This right. is a commitment, right? Uh, I, yeah. Hey, yeah. I'm down. I'm down. <laughs> um, now time, we do definitely need to oh figure gosh. out the time, but no, I, I thought I'm, just none of us sleep. Yeah. That is so true. Uh, anyway, cause I was joking um, when I said I do a podcast full time. I don't, <laughs> <laughs> well, we talked, so, you know, with Adoptive Mom, she did a live event, right? A live yeah, recording. Yeah, which was um, really well executed. Thank you. Yeah. I'm going to take some of that. I know that you produced a lot of yeah, that. Yeah. So. Um, but it is one of those things that, you know, talking about doing a live show, there's so many different elements of it, but it actually gets you to see the people behind it, see, honestly, see what a live recording is. So even if you're not watching this right now on YouTube or some other platform, um, it is one of those things that seeing it produced brings a whole nother element to it. Like oh yeah. Seeing people actually talking to microphones, what they look like, you know, all the things. And so doing a live show is just like that where it's like, Hey, bringing this community together, right. Of people that can see a live production, a live performance. Yeah. Um, it builds even more of a connection. So, yeah. And I think that's one thing I've struggled with a little bit is, know your show too, right? Like some things aren't going to translate as well yeah, yeah. into a live show and other things are going to do very well on paper, but how well are you, like, are you a person that can get on stage in front of people because it changes it, right? Like, Absolutely. um, even just doing a live YouTube show would change it. And so, yeah, that's one thing that we, there's some talk about maybe doing a D and D podcast that can what? be pretty cool. <laughs> And we have talked about maybe taking that as like a live show thing. Um, but That's we had to have cool. a conversation with all people involved and be like, Hey, we might be on stage at some point. Are you cool with that? Because right. you don't want this character people fall in love with and they're just mute on stage. Yeah. In front yeah. of like, stage right there. Yeah. 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 Now that makes sense. Bless you. Thank you. Lauren. <laughs> you know, oh, now yes, that Lauren you. has, uh, just has, a, has a sneezing fit here, we're going to turn it over to you for a quote. Oh. Cause I think there's a good quote that you have, Which one you? um, that actually talks about being real in front of people. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. I, I mean, I think with podcasting specifically, you hit on the fact that 
um, we don't see our listeners all the time. Um, right. And so there can be a disconnect of feeling connected to, to them from host to listener to listener to host, for sure. Um, and I found this quote um, from musician Peter Hollins, who stated, um, we are in this business, in my opinion, to reach out and make somebody's day better. If somebody reaches out to me and says, oh my gosh, Peter, I love your work, and I respond, a lot of the time they freak out with joy. Some will go as far as to say that I've made their day. I find it really important to consider yourself on the same level as your fans. Do whatever you possibly can to make sure people know that you don't consider yourself more important than they are. You are just like one of them. People want to know that you're real. Yeah. There you go, man. It's, I have a story about this actually. Oh, I love stories. When the show started, um, it was really slow growth and it, it could emotionally be really hard because it just felt like nothing was moving. And I would talk to a friend of mine and he was like, even if there's only 50 people or a hundred people listening to the show or whatever the number might be like, that's still that many people that picked you to listen to out of every possible option. Um, and you matter to them. Right. And so then when I'm engaging in social media content, um, that sounded dumb when I'm engaging in social media, (laughs) that's a point, right? That's why I'm not in charge of it, but (laughs) trying to respond to everybody and engage with everybody because they value that interaction. Right. Mm -hmm. Yeah. But then the flip side came, we had done an episode that, um, was a little, probably a little more serious and introspective than most of our shows are. And a person had commented and she just wrote this beautiful statement about listening to that show. And it was, it first and foremost, a compliment to the guest, but then it also just complimented like kind of the interview style and whatever. And it was one of those days where like, it was just, um, I think I was just stressed out or whatever, but I I found myself going back and reading that. I probably read it five times and, um, I got the chance to meet her in person and chat with her in person and like how valuable that was to me. And we just had this conversation around engaging authentically both directions matters to both sides. You know, like it matters to me when you reach out to me, right. It matters when somebody reaches out to you guys and talks to you guys. Um, but it absolutely matters to that listener. You know, the people that think that we do do it full time or that this is like, I know that when somebody responds to my tweet and I think they're like the biggest thing in the world and they're like, yeah, man, I'm like, Oh my goodness. I can't believe, you know, like (laughs) Jimmy DeResta just did a, you know, whatever the thing is. Um, it's cool. And so, yeah, yeah, I think 100% uh, the, that impact goes both ways. And Mm so engage with the audience because it's everything. Yeah, absolutely. Um, so even going through that, so, um, you know, we talk about Patreon, we talk about, um, kind of the do's and don'ts of that. We Mm -hmm. talk about the community building. Um, you know, I'm an open book. Just ask. I'm trying to think of how to wear this. So finding a very, we're, we're big on niche podcasts, right? Mm -hmm. And so finding that specific thing to talk about. So if somebody's out there and they're saying, I want to start a podcast, Mm -hmm. uh, we literally had one of, one of our clients reach out and they were like, Hey, I want to start my own personal podcast. Mm -hmm. Like, great. What do you want to talk about? Well, I have 15 different things, right? How, what would, what advice would you give them to find very specific, like niche to go into? Because and we say the riches are in the niches, right? Oh my gosh. Have you never yeah. heard that? No. Oh. I'm actually not part of that. <laughs> I, I had to think for a second what you just said. So we're not going to bleep anything out because I didn't say anything wrong. But they are. The riches are in the niches. It's called the long tail, I think, in marketing. Yeah, sure. <laughs> you write your book and see how you that know sells. What? 
I believe that's a Pat Flynn quote. So really? you know what? I'm not. I'm not taking it back. I'm. I'm sticking to Don't, my. Yeah. No. Stand by it. It's a good idea. <laughs> we won't share all the stories, but Brian has a lot of interesting <laughs> <I have> some... <laughs> metaphors you know and what? quotes that he shares that I sometimes get very confused. You used to the ninety-year-old man when I'm doing the social media content. <laughs> I'm going to tell you right now. If you're listening to this, DM us, and I will tell you what oh, awkward things that I say. <laughs> That should be Lauren. some Patreon content. That, oh. You just need to cut that stuff out and put it on Patreon. Yeah, yeah. You know, Ooh. there's a podcast, uh, the Popcast. Actually, oh, yeah. they do that where they have a, a sound where it's like they will take something out of their episode and it's like da, da, da. it's like they'll be talking, and then all of a sudden, boop, da, 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 da. it's like hold music. Yeah, and they come back in, and that's Patreon content. And you don't know what they said in that moment. Ooh, that's a good idea. That's yeah, smart. and that, then you have to go and subscribe and like figure out what was said during that episode. It's pretty that good. Is, that is something that we have kind of skipped around. Pay attention to what other people are doing, mm-hmm. right? Oh, what's yeah, working yeah. for them and what's not working for them. Because I've seen Alex do a bunch of stuff where I'm like, mm, how do I do that authentically for us? Like yeah. what's our spin on that idea of that thing? Yeah. Um, I've other people that I follow or I support on Patreon. What's the stuff they're doing that I can kind of take for myself. Some of it doesn't work. Other stuff has doubled tripled the growth yeah. right yeah. so it's all about it's about that testing and knowing 100 percent. i've known that so. and talk to the community ask questions yeah. dm you guys like yeah. hit you up on instagram like i'm super open about it like share the information because it just helps all of us grow yeah you know? sure. absolutely um all right so back to my niches oh right right yeah <laughs> We, we tried to get you out of it, but man, that's uh, got 99 problems and a niching one. That's awesome. Oh, man. And we're there. And we're back. That was a little bit of a layup. Was, um, I love it. Love it. So you say, so, I mean, what made you guys, I mean, you kind of talked about it a little bit, but what made you say, hey, we're going to go in with creators because, or creators and makers and, and all that because this is our community, like, like what would what would you suggest somebody who's like I like sports and I also like fashion I also like you know how would you kind of direct that for them to help them kind of understand hey I need to start a podcast about this because if it's too broad it's not going to hit on for anybody right Super Bowl outfits podcast oh there you go that is super <laughs> on this day don't even need me yeah. yeah this needs to come out right now like um, there's not a lot of time for yeah. this so I um. Is it okay to disagree with you on the, on the show? Absolutely. Yeah. Please do. Um, I don't care about niches in that sense. And so my thought is like somebody else. In fact, the other day, the a two Z podcast hit us up. It is two guys who used to play in a band who interview creative people. Oh, that's hilarious. Every week. Right. And it's not even that different. Um, and I think had I known that and I was really concerned with like being unique and the only thing on the market, well, I wouldn't have done the show I'm doing now because that show already exists. Those guys already cornered the market, you know, whatever the thing is, they've been doing it longer for that matter. So for me, it's what am I passionate about? Mm -hmm. I am me. And there's no other me out there. And whatever my take or view on that passion thing is, is going to be the unique ingredient into yep. it. It creates its own niche that way. Right. Sure. Um, the, the way I look at the world, the things that inspire me are going to be slightly different than another maker or creator. 
somewhere, right? Like my, my spin is I love to learn. Um, I'm not actually the greatest maker, right? Like I just like to learn. So that's the, the unique thing for me is that, um, but I think people get really caught up in having this original idea and it's why people are so guarded about their information, their creative idea. But like how many asteroid movies came out in 97? Yeah. Right. Like, you know, I mean, it's just like, you see these like simultaneous creations happen all the time and we all walked away with like, well, that one was better. I mean, and there were, there were people on both sides. Armageddon. Mm-hmm. It was, uh, <laughs> really? for deep impact. Um, <laughs> anybody, anybody, feel free back? to write in yeah. about, uh, the other Astro movie we never heard of. I mean, Netflix is just a knockoff channel for a lot of movies, yeah, right? Sure. Like, um, and there's an audience for it. There is an audience for everything. And, it, but I think you eventually kind of stop yourself from ever hitting the market because you spend, spend so much time kind of research and development. Um, so I would just say, do it. That's a great point. Yeah. Because there's so many people that just sit and like, well, I could do this. I could do, well, I don't want to do it wrong. I'm going to have to make sure it's done this way. And that way I agree, get out there and just do it. And, and, and here's the deal. You disagree, but you answered my question. Yeah. You talked about that passion piece. Yeah. (laughs) Got him. No, but it was that, I mean, is that, what are you passionate about that? There's nobody else like you. It's your voice. I mean, how many freaking marketing podcasts are there out there, right? I had just filed an LLC. I had just gotten oh, no. <laughs> all of the web pages. I had everything locked in, and I see a Facebook post for Go Rogue X. <laughs> and I click on it, and it's like not a fully created page. And it is 100% this guy doing exactly the thing I'm in the middle of spending money on, like straight up. <laughs> and I'm just like, I have to beat this guy to market. Like, I don't know how I'm going to like, well, most people never execute like that. Like kind of yeah, my safe yeah. spot is most people don't execute. Yeah. Um, the reality was in this case, I was the guy that didn't execute. Right. <sighs> and so, uh, like I was late to market, but the network was coming together faster and easier for me than the producing podcast thing was yeah, coming together. Yeah. And so when I, the first time I talked to you, I said, Hey, I remember that. Yeah. Just yeah. so you know, the goal <laughs> is there's this other arm, but the reality is I haven't had the time and the resources to pull it off and like to put in the effort needed to do it. Yeah. And, um, but that stuff happens all the time. Yeah. And I think the people that complain about, well, Brian stole my idea. It's like, no, like Brian just worked harder than you did. <laughs> like that's not, he didn't steal it. Like right. he and even that, he'd never met. Yeah, exactly. But even to that point, I mean, starting up another pot, I mean, you have a completely different take. Yeah. Right. You call it long tail. I call it. you know there's two different and my way of doing it it's still the model's different right like and and even if we continue to move forward down that path like the thing is okay like i can learn from you and you can learn from me and that that competition happens all there's not one coffee shop in your town yeah right right. yeah um you're going to be the preference of somebody because you bring a a brian and a lauren to the table and i bring a homeless looking canadian guy (laughs) Right. No, I I love that. And honestly, I mean, that that should encourage anybody out there that's like, well, there's this other podcast and they're doing so much better yeah. and they're doing all these other things. It's like, you know what? That's OK, because you have a unique spin on it. And so. we're sitting at the table making each other better. Yeah. Right. You know, yeah. I'm listening to you for advice. Yeah. You know, like I really I'm like, what? Yeah. Is, OK, yeah. All right. 
you know, like <laughs> it's all Lauren. I, I was gonna say that, it's yeah. actually I'm listening to Lauren for advice. <laughs> a quiet mastermind. Yeah, corner right, I'm like, like oh, if please, we just yeah. turn down like the guy talking sometimes, like about random right. quotes about Lower niches. <laughs> <laughs> niches. So let uh, me ask this. Um, yes, wise one. <laughs> yes, please. thank you. She's been soaking it all in. Is this when the real interview starts? Yeah, exactly. All right, now we're ready. Okay, here we go. So you finally get over your fear and actually press record and start a podcast. Okay, and so you're listening to this maybe this episode and you're like patreon that sounds like a really good idea um, yeah. okay so how do you combat the question of why should i pay to support you when so many others are doing something similar for free mm. so if you're a marketing podcast like us right. there's other patreons like why would we start a patreon and it's kind of like getting over that how do you combat that of maybe even a fear that your audience is thinking even if they're not mm. yeah we're, we're kind of in that too I, yeah I guess we did face the question of like, will anybody pay for this? But my thought is my thought there was I'm giving the content you can choose. Right. Um, if I make it compelling enough and the price points are right. And actually when we started, it turned out our price points weren't high enough. So I ran out of all the top tier and I had to actually go back in and create higher tiers and rethink kind of what that structure looked like mm -hmm. because I priced the market too low. Um, because I didn't, I didn't know how to gauge it. Mm -hmm. Right. So I, I would suggest go pretty broad um, and then see what's selling and what's not selling to people. But I think like any other commodity you're bringing to market, like it's got to have value and, mm -hmm. and then respond to it. So right. some things don't get a lot of interaction. Some things do um, for us, the outtakes and kind of the long unabridged episodes we put up get much more response than just a column or even the Aaron and I talking episodes yeah. we just do. Um, that doesn't seem to generate as much, right? but yeah, I wouldn't worry about like, they don't have to. And I wouldn't even combat that question. Don't mm -hmm. like the real core of it is free. Yeah. Right. Um, if, if you think an uncensored Easter bunny <laughs> interview, <laughs> that's not safe for work is worth your time, then pay the dollar. I mean, if yeah. you want to pay the dollar for a month and then go, that's okay too. Sure. My goal yeah. is to create something that keeps you coming back all the time. And that burdens on me. And right. so, yeah, I don't, I don't, does that answer your question? It actually no. really does because yeah. my follow-up question to that is someone who has a podcast, they start their Patreon. How do you authentically, advertise about your Patreon to your listeners that it's not tiresome. It's not annoying, annoying. And like you said, it's an authentic, like you should want this stuff, right? Right. Um, we beg. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> no. So we mention it every episode. Sure. Um, same as we tell people to subscribe every episode and share That's every episode. Th those are good tips. Yeah. Like just, just like little things. There. Those are like bare entry. Right. Like, don't even right. do a show. If you can't do that, like right. if you can't ask people to subscribe, probably don't do a show. Just um, right. <laughs> That's great advice. Yeah. Yeah. That's yeah. uh, I'm not a marketing podcast, but if I had one, like I would really just like, about oh. subscriptions. Well, that's about the, all the time we have today. Thank you guys for tuning in. Click. Um, so there won't be a part two, I guess. Is that the... No, hey, you know what? We should do a part two, right. by the way. Because I Unless chat too much and down way too long. Episode. Yeah, then we'll... Then yeah, we'll when this two. gets one download, yeah. you're like, yeah, we don't need him back. Um, um, his mom finally listened. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> I'm 
Brian uh, Show. <laughs> she's like, I heard you were on another episode. Uh, hey, by the way, if you're looking to grow your podcast, being on other shows is a phenomenal way to do that. It is. That's yeah. another tip. By do the you way, guys want to come on our show? Is that what you're asking? Well, I mean, I was kind of I was like, <laughs> I need to grow fish. <laughs> we have talked what about we, this for a while. What do we actually. make around here? We should figure out something. <laughs> you guys here. make a podcast. I oh, think that's, yeah. There we go. That's I a also thing. make video content for anyone listening out there. Yeah, for you, those you guys have a legit business. Do make a lot of content. Yeah. I always think makers of like hands-on, like physical product. This is kind of the term, right? If you're a maker, it's that. It get, okay. Yeah, but and that's why we say conversations with creators because yeah. um, my original thing was everything from landscape architects to blacksmiths was my like original uh, pitch, right? Yeah. Like anything creative would fall in that. Um, nice. We've gotten wildly off your I know. follow-up I, question. Hey, I'm, so sorry. I'm a project manager. It's okay, I'm, I'm still focused in. Pull me back, project manager. <laughs> content. Where were we? We were talking about how do you basically advertise for your oh, Patreon. We literally ask. Okay. Um, so the first thing we do is we thank um, every patron down to like within a certain range because otherwise it starts just kind of getting like too long, right? Sure. And then we thank all those patrons on the website, every patron on the website. Um, Alex on Adoptive Mom does an amazing thing where she, at least one time for sure, like thank you Lauren for being the support, right? Right, Like you were the sponsor of that episode. And that was a very cool way of doing it. Um, because people, they like hearing their names Mm -hmm. and, and also people like if they enjoy you and enjoy your content, they want to keep that thing out in the world. And one of the, one of the earliest supporters of the show, um, was a guy named Ty who owns Dry Gaming Company. And he just wanted local podcasts like us to exist. Wow. And so he almost immediately just got on and started supporting the show awesome. because people want to, they appreciate what you're putting in the world, right? Yeah. Like, and so, yeah, we just tell people where they can go. Um, sometimes we'll tease it a little bit like, hey, if you really like this episode, there's a longer version, right? right? right. Um, but yeah, we literally just ask over and over and over. I mean, I think that's, when you kind of put a a huge ballpark on that is that um, you need to push record and record your podcast. Mm -hmm. You need to ask people to subscribe and ask them, Hey, do you want some really cool content? It's not as complicated as we make it out to be in our, in our brains. I mean, I tell people what I want to do. I want to get the state of North Dakota to download the podcast. Did you guys get West Virginia? Yeah. Okay. I've got 49 and 50. We're in 50 countries and 49 states and I cannot get North Dakota. What is going on? I actually reached out to people in West Virginia. I never told you that. And I don't know if it was one of mine, but I did like. Thank you, sir. Hey, man. Absolutely. Because I lived in West Virginia. He has a look like it wasn't you. (laughs) No, no, no. no. (laughs) I don't know who it was. There's been a couple people who were like, I'll get one for you. And I'm like, okay, because it never happens. And then one day I woke up and checked and I was like, that's got West Virginia. Somebody moved in. (laughs) (laughs) That's so awesome. That's really cool. Hey. Daniel, thanks so much for thanks for having me. We've had to reschedule a few times. Sorry, no, the, that's okay. I think then, some of that was me actually. Yeah, I think yeah. back and forth. Yeah, and then you flew in at three a.m. This and, whole parent you know, thing. Yeah. It's like, but no, thanks for having me on the show. I've been looking forward to doing it for a long time, and we'll definitely have to have you guys at some yeah. point. Yeah, for sure. Yeah, awesome. Bless. We'll come to our wood shop or something. You yeah. have a wood shop now. No. Oh, I was gonna say <laughs> what? We can come to your wood shop. Yeah. and film, and I could say hey, tomorrow we to move space. into a second shop, an automotive metalworking shop as well. Now that's kind of one day I'll have yeah. a podcast studio. I keep prioritizing incorrectly. <laughs> <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Well, hey, make sure you guys tell people where they can find more information about Look What I Did and you and you and Aaron. So look what I did dot net. Um, and then we're L W I D project 
on Instagram because that was a bad marketing decision I'm trying to fix right now. <laughs> and uh, <laughs> patreon.com forward slash look what I did. If you want to get bonus content, support the show. Yep. You can always do that. And then you can follow me at quintessential oh, <laughs> nice. on beautiful. Instagram. Aaron came up with it. He's a wordsmith genius. Um, <laughs> Aaron Dotson on Instagram and then Heather Hill actually does all of our digital. We media. did not talk about that. And that yeah. was one I'm, I'm in the back of my mind. If you're doing a podcast, make sure to document it. You guys do a yeah. great job. Heather does a great job yeah. of taking photos during it. And, and I mean, that only helps your guests. Mm-hmm. I mean, there's lots of content for them to be able to share. It just only helps promote what you're doing. So that's we great. wanted to drive them to a landing page. And so photos on the website was the, that's perfect. Thing. And she's an incredible artist. So she Heather is, Hill yeah. uh, or burden blade. Yeah. Yep. Nice. That's awesome. Well, cool. Make sure you guys subscribe to this episode. Make sure you guys go subscribe to look what I did. To look what I did. iTunes, Spotify, everywhere. Stitcher, you get all your the podcasts. places. Make sure that you go there, subscribe, and uh, let us know what you think of this episode too. We'd love to uh, to talk to you. You know, slide into our DMs about the riches and the niches. You know what I'm saying? If it's good, let me know. <laughs> <laughs> if it's not good, just tell Brian. <laughs> awesome. All right. We'll see you guys next week. Thanks. For rapid fire, Let's ready do this. for rapid fire. Da, 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 All right, da, da. starting with our guest. What movie can you rewatch over and over and over again? The Rocketeer. I've never seen that. Wow, I do not like that movie. <laughs> <laughs> it's on Disney Plus, and yeah, I started I to watch so it, and I was like, oh, I can't stand this movie. Also, Terminator, but those are good. Okay, hey, you know what? I applaud you. Good for you, Daniel. <laughs> awesome, I've man. never seen that one. Yeah, you should. Jennifer okay. Connelly and some other people. <laughs> That's hilarious. All right, Lauren, what what movie can you rewatch? For some odd reason, this movie I don't ever get tired of, and it always makes me still very happy. Is Dan in real life? Oh, Ooh, that's a good one. I've never seen that. I've always heard how good it is. So. I need to just drop it off at your house. I think you and Alex yeah. would really like it. Yep. yep. There's some really good teenage lines in there too. Yeah, it's worthwhile. <laughs> yeah. Um, mine is uh, you know a sci-fi. Oh. Is it out. really sci-fi? You guys need to calm down. <laughs> Wait, you, did you just say it's coming out? No. <laughs> How are you watching it over and over and over? <laughs> no. I'm really looking forward to Blade Runner 3000. <laughs> so there's a movie, by the way, that I watched three times, four times in theaters, which was It, when It came out. I thought out. you were about to say The Joker. I can't do scary back. movies. And The Joker. I saw The Joker twice. I could probably watch The Joker over and over and over and over. It's so good. No, The Matrix. Is that sci-fi enough for you guys? That is that's technically sci-fi. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. That's not even yeah, technically Brian. sci-fi. That's pretty like hard sci-fi. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. It's, okay. it's actually textbook. Yeah. Thank you. Thank you. <laughs> uh, but no, The Matrix. I could, I mean... It's a good pick. And now it's like nostalgic because of all the old tech that they have. And it's but it still looks really good. So good. Yeah. Thoughts so good. on them coming out with a new one? I don't like it. Okay. I don't. I don't. I mean, they definitely need to redeem the second two. Sure. You know, in the trilogy, they were, I, I'm a diehard fan, so I love them, but they're, they're, rough. they're a little rough. They're rough. Yeah. So I don't know, but it's, it is happening, right? They confirmed. Mm-hmm. Yeah. 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 I think it's a lot of the original They started filming and, in San Francisco, I think already. Yeah. Yeah. Man. So Some of that, that stuff just is a high risk, super yeah. hit and miss. You yeah. know what retreads old ground well? Mm. Cobra Kai. That was almost my things I'm obsessed with. <laughs>
That show is amazing. <sighs> there was a time where I went to Nashville and you put up a sticker for me somewhere in Nashville. Yes. <laughs> not at the place you went to. Not at Kung Fu. Yeah. Which, what, I mean, makes sense, but. What was my clue? It was like, it was a Cobra Kai, like, state. Yeah, and you, you went to a Shogun place, which is not karate. That is not. <laughs> <laughs> the place was called Kung Fu, and it was an arcade Kung with Fu stickers. Kung is not karate. I know, but I'm. Here's the deal. I'm he driving. Know sci-fi or karate I'm and kung fu. Driving through, yeah, <laughs> driving through Nashville, and I'm like, I don't know. And then all of a sudden, we pull up kung fu, and I was like, oh, Of course it is. <laughs> it's right here. It's right here. You were really proud. You actually sent me a message. So I was like, You're proud. not there. Like three miles away. It's a perfect place though, because we were so Daniel put a sticker in one of these restaurants, right. and so anyway, I was like, and there's sticker poles, like everything. That was like, this is this is it. Right. And I looked for like an hour, <laughs> like an idiot. <laughs> I'm sorry. It's it should have been. I should not have maybe done it as like a. Oh, it was. It was a tough clue for somebody who does not know downtown Nashville. I was like, fair. No idea fair. what I'm doing. So I was. I, I expected I you to ask questions, not just wander the city well, for two days. That's probably a good idea. next time. You're like, hey, buddy, tell me where it is. I had anyway, more clues sorry. lined up. Go sorry, ahead, Lauren. Oh, go ahead. All go right, ahead, Lauren. all right. This one's a weird one. If you could travel to any other planet, real or fictional, where would you go and why? Mm. Somebody else. Okay. Brian. I'm a Mars fan. I love Mars. Like That's it. I, it's very <laughs> plain. But uh NASA just talked about the uh oh, what is is it Curie, Curiosity? Curious? Oh the rover? The rover, yeah. Oh, well, I think I it's curiosity. It. curiosity. Yeah, curiosity. Yeah. So it's been there. It was only supposed to stay for like a year, and it's been there for eight years now. Or seven years. Just hit seven years. Which is, is it stuck? No, no, no. It's, it's, it's how my wife feels. <laughs> I thought this marriage was going to be in and out. <laughs> what are you still like doing a decade. Here? <laughs> but, dude, they just released all the pictures, like the 30 best pictures from it. I mean, it's just phenomenal stuff. And they took a bunch of selfies. And, I mean, you can tell it's worn out. But it's so cool. I just love it. And Mars is not that interesting. But photography-wise, the way that this thing took photos, I mean, it looks amazing. Just phenomenal landscape photos. And uh, it's beautiful. Yeah, I'm getting sentimental here, and you guys are. I, we have like red dirt fills. You could probably go <laughs> photograph in certain lighting. You're like moon conspiracy. <laughs> this was all taken in Utah. To be clear, I do not believe it was a conspiracy <laughs> to get on the moon. So many. Was hate I'm mail hear about in. that later. Yeah, like, hey, well, oh, Daniel thinks it's all a hoax. But what would happen is I'm giving this podcast a one. <laughs> oh, this was a terrible flat one. earthers. <laughs> yeah. they, just, they talk about oh, space, but they don't even know. Anyway, sorry. So uh, <laughs> I hate that I prepare these questions and sometimes I don't even think about the answers. Oh, that makes it rapid fire for you as well. It it's does. Perfect. I try perfect. not to like dwell on it too much, but I, I don't know what planet I would visit because I kind of similar. Like, I mean, if you're going real, it's, it's like a floating rock. I mean, <laughs> yeah. Yeah. How do you actually, what ice cube would you like to live on? <laughs> yeah. So, I mean, I've always thought like Jupiter's pretty cool. It's like the biggest, right? Yeah. And stormy. Yeah. Like, do you want to live in Lots. South Florida your whole life? Now, the question <laughs> is not, you could travel to. It didn't say you had to oh, like live, you know, there. live okay. there and, okay. you know. Yeah, you did say visit, I guess, or whatever. <laughs> yeah. Fair. So I'm kind of thinking of like in a safe distance, look at it. But I mean, I also really hold for like the Gus fans of Psych, Pluto, you know. Uh, yeah. Do you guys know what I'm talking about? Yeah. yeah. Do you know what I'm talking yeah. about? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> there. Yeah. I'm forced to watch that. It's good. So we're good. Anyway. Oh, all right, Daniel. Planet. It's the never-ending story place of planet. Because that would be cool to live there. Yeah, I don't know. Cool. My, uh, I'm really torn on what I would say. Vulcan there would be go. cool because I'm a Star be Trek cool. fan. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, 
I would just want to go live with a bunch of Vulcans for a while. Stick yeah, with that. Yeah. Or the place from uh, Avatar. Yeah, I thought oh, about that. Like that's such like yeah. a pretty Pandora. Uh, Pandora. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. I was like, I know the name. Yeah. Of it. Yeah. I was drawing a blank, but I Pandora always, cool. I've always wanted to go. Is it Disney? Disneyland. Disney World. Is it Disney World? Dang it. Well, it depends on where you're going. I 50, don't know 50, yet. I think yeah. the Avatar Pandora. They oh, it's only in Orlando. Yeah, they they made it. Yeah, and just the architecture to like have these floating islands essentially, yeah. and how they made all of it. And just, That's I mean, cool. It's phenomenal. I saw when they started building, I was like, got to go there. And then obviously you forget about it. And then somebody <laughs> else posted a picture from it. Like I met a guy that works that does sound engineering for. Disney land oh, and Disney world, cool. and he was there and just kind of going through. How it. do we do that interview and go on that <laughs> tour? <laughs> Can we do a two for one on that yeah. one? Go <laughs> rogue and look what I did. Like, yeah. Talk to us about what you're doing here. He's like, we're hooking up rock speakers. <laughs> like, well, that's cool. Uh, anyway, um, but no, yeah, that's a yeah. that's a great one actually. Man, Mars is fine. Well, I had like nine before I got to that one, so it's <laughs> <laughs> right. way cooler than ours. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. What was the planet that blew up in Star Wars? Alderaan? Alderaan. Yeah. I didn't even think it was about Star Wars. Planets. I was thinking about Star Wars. I'm like, I don't really know the planet names. I mean, I just learned that Luke was a water farmer. Uh, moisture farmer. Moisture farmer. I, didn't oh, I do remember that. I yeah. did not know that. that You're tricky, though. Clearly, you want to go to the Ewok planet, whatever that it's one pretty is. Pretty cool. Like, yeah. Of right. Trees and- AKA, I'm pretty sure, like, Northern California. Yeah. yeah really. Yeah. <laughs> we can the redwoods, almost basically. everything we've talked about. <laughs> <laughs> Wow, that was sales. That was good. Hey, yeah. all right, we're out. Griffin, uh, Tranquility Base here. The Eagle has landed.